You're now tuned in to another episode of the LABL Podcast. Aw, man. Check, check, check. Y'all tuned in to another episode of the LABL Podcast. I'm your host, Name Tag. Make sure y'all subscribe, rate, and review. We're on the platforms now, the uh, iTunes, which is, if you have the iPhone or the iPad, it's the Apple Podcast uh, app. Check us out on SoundCloud. Listen, if y'all, oh, Stitcher. I don't want to forget that. Stitcher and MixCloud, those like the main platforms. It's on a few different others, but those right now, to me, are the main platforms that people are listening to the podcast on with that being said if you are listening to the podcast and you rock with the the podcast you support it leave a comment repost share it let us know that you are listening that you are engaged because anybody could easily press that play button on soundcloud and it counts as a listen you know what i mean um but to engage and let us know you out there that helps a lot you know what I mean? So, oh, we got merch. Go to the website, leadingbelegendary.net. Make sure you order a t-shirt. We got the colors now in uh, red, black, I want to say gray. I don't think we did navy blue as of yet. And then we got some of the hats up now. So just go by, order some merch, leadingbelegendary.net. We're going to jump right into this episode. This is episode 21. Back with it with DJ DDT. What's going on, man? It's been a minute. Word. <laughs> that was so old school. Hey, you might as well. You know, <laughs> if, if if everybody gonna you know, rock, if everybody gonna force the label on me, I might as well. Who forcing this label on you? You just said you, you old. I just said that was so old school. Exactly. You heard you heard that in a completely different way. I said that uh, was so old school. That was old. And somehow school. you heard me say you was old. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm owning it, man. Own it, man. You might as well did that. <laughs> Nah, I ain't that old. It's on the um the funny thing about that on the uh, Calvin Harris album, my man's takeoff from the Migos. I know I wasn't hearing things. He does that on the song. Literally. Hey, it's, it's, he did it. I was like, it's oh, what the he's like, <laughs> I was like, nobody else heard this. We ain't talking about this. It's hip hop. Yep. You what's what's be been going old. on, man? It's been a minute though. What's uh what you been up to, man? What's how you been active out here? Man, I'm still trying to get off crack. All these years, I'm still trying. Niggas to get off is still crack. doing crack, and I don't know about anybody else. I'm just you, me. per se. Trying to get off crack. Is it a tough habit to kick? It's tough. It's very probably because it's crack. They say crack better than sex. Yeah, that's what I heard. You want it? You so oh, yeah, right, right, one right, or the right, other. So. One or the other. Either you, either <laughs> <laughs> either you're not having sex or you're not on crack. So one. Right. They, that's what they say. Like that's. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what. Being on crack is like, um, dad, you selling your family furniture, and that's that's too much. Hey, you selling to your family. You might mess around and sell your family. Real shit. I was um, there's this uh, Mar- it's this guy named John. I don't want to butcher his last name. He was a musician. I want to say any musician that ended up being signed to Interscope, I believe. John Ojaka. I don't want to butcher that last time. I want to say it's Ojaka. Um, I'm subscribed to this this email list that he has, and he basically sends out these emails consistently just on, like, the he he believes in this direct-to-fan model. 
I'm prepared today too. I got topics that I want to cover. I got them written down because I don't like just winging it. I just want to cover everything I can within one episode. But anyway, he he covers basically like the direct to fan model of um, selling music. Like he still believes that you know as long as you have a, a database as far as uh, your fans per se email, obviously you can still sell your music to that core fan base because right. of course let's say god forbid this happened all the platforms shut down like itunes or soundcloud what was going to happen with that the rumor that soundcloud was going to fold or whatever uh bandcamp let's say if that just folded and you had to rely on a private platform to have your music directly which you can do obviously you got websites that can do it like bandzoogle and um just other spots where you can upload your music and sell it where it's directly from your website, but he, he's talking about streaming, and it, and it got me to thinking, like, streaming, obviously, that's the wave of how most of us consume our music now, and I don't want to say consume, because in most cases, we're not buying it when we're streaming it, um, so I would say how we receive music, but I feel like now, artists got to see past that hype, because to me, if you look at it, streaming is like what most cats are going posting on on social media hey streaming on spotify streaming here on apple music i'm guilty of it i do it and i'm not saying don't do it but don't get so caught up in that to where it's like hey you know cassage is only streaming music anyway now the problem with that is you're probably right and he made a point saying that the reality is no one is going to buy your music if it's already in their pocket it's in the, it's in the palm it's in their phone it's in their phone it's in their tablet it's in the palm of their hand so he broke down it's on his website. I don't want to take all the credit for what's going on, but it's on his website. If you go to musicmarketingmanifesto.com, it's the last post, I want to say, from July 17th, where he covers a lot of this, but I just kind of got, like, bits and pieces of it that I jotted down to talk about on today's episode. And he basically talked about the major record labels and that, you know, their sharehold, they got shareholders that they got to appeal to. And in order for them to do that, they got to go to market is... And feel free to chime in wherever, you know, that you have that expertise on this topic. Um, <coughs> I'm just waiting for you to take a breath so I can get in there. I'm in, I'm in the zone. I'm in, I'm in the zone. But ba- I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you cook because, no bad, I, I kind of get winded. No, you good. You good. But he was saying, like, the major record labels, they got shareholders that they got to appeal to. And in order for them to do that, they got to go where the market is and try to dominate that market. So they can't ignore streaming. So it's almost like we may feel like we got to tell people, hey, stream my music here, and we really don't. That's some major record label shit. Indie artists, we don't per se have to do that. But anyway, you jump in. What you all what you of that got? is All of that is uh, very factual. The whole... Uh, it's crazy because this, it, those are things that I've been trying to get people away from for years, but the more, the more I try to get people away from it, the more people would go into it, the whole streaming thing, the mm-hmm. whole, I, I call conforming, where it's like, well, everybody else doing it, so this is what I'm going to do too. Right. And that was, I was, I'm always one of those people that's against what everybody else is doing. And I shouldn't say, and I don't mean like against where I'm just 100% going against the grain, but I'm always looking at di- things differently or looking at a different angle or different uh, way in for everything. Right. And streaming was not uh, the end all be all to me, but everybody else was doing it. Every you know, and when I give people alternatives, nobody would 
uh, even, you know, care to even, even ponder those things. But um, I totally agree with all of it. it, it, it and people um, invest and have invested too much into these streaming companies. Right. Um, the more you look at it, the more you realize those companies are making off like bandits where everybody else are, you know, I can't even see they say, I can't even say that people are getting peanuts. You're basically getting yeah. peanut shells. Because, like, remember, on I think it was the episode, uh, I titled it Die, Downloads, Die. We kind of touched on this just a little bit, but I even went to explain, like, how I was looking at one of my statements. This was off an instrumental version of the uh, Tag Alexander EP, and it was, like, for one of the months, I want to say, like, January, I think, of this year, and I was looking at, let's say if you go with a company and it's, you not paying to have it uploaded to these sites or whatever. So you're probably getting what on top of like 80% unless you pay to have it uploaded. So that's like 80% to you as the artist, 20% to the company. And just seeing the difference with the 20% that went to the digital distribution company, it was pennies. And then that means it was obviously you getting 80%, so it's still pennies to you. It's like, how is this even broken down like to where it's just like point? 0.002 whatever it's like how does that even happen this way and it's i'm they're still listening to this track how did it go from if somebody downloads your music on average depending on how you got this uh distributed you're probably getting like maybe 85 cents or so to a dollar to now it's like like you said peanuts like i don't even understand how that's broken down that trips me out yeah it's not broken down because it's not regulated um by anybody and all of these companies got off, like I said, they made off like bandits because of it not being regulated. And uh, I had another point. What the hell was I about to say? You uh, said you was old, so. Hey, man. With look, being old. Ain't got nothing to do with being old. Comes, comes bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, well, my, my the point that I was trying to remember was, who, guess who doesn't care about none of this? Who don't? Sixteen-year-old uh, Dante that you see walking down the street uh, playing Dante, yeah. Dante don't. He don't give a damn about none of this. All he know is that new joint that he like is on Spotify or it's on uh, iTunes or it's on YouTube. Yeah, where he can hear it for free, basically. I mean, and he might be paying for a subscription service, but still, like you still getting peanuts. Like I doubt if he if he's even paying. And I and I think I got it somewhere in my notes too. Um, about that, it was like basically something about the whole you get more, the artist gets more if they actually stream your whole album. So if they stream the entire album, it's like more that the artist gets paid. I don't know exactly the details on it, but that's what I, yeah, I think I read that it was like the more, if they stream the whole album or a whole project, that's more to that artist. It's not a huge percentage. It's not. It's nothing really huge. And then, and then that goes into like title, man. Everybody, a oh, title is for the people, not a diss to title. Obviously, it's a great subscription service. Um, title is just like everybody else. Yeah, it's like it's no different. It's like maybe just a pinch more. Like you just get a few more peanuts than as opposed to Spotify and, and I think SoundCloud and YouTube. I think they even pay out even less. It's like, yeah. like you said, they're getting away with like bandits with it. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's it's gonna continue. It's gonna continue as long as, as long as nobody cares about quality, as long as nobody cares about support, and as long as we keep giving it to them for free. 
The minute every single artist stop, it's, and, and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take everybody's favorite artist to not let the record labels uh, you know that's not going to happen. And it's never going to happen. That's not going to happen cuz you got too many artists like you you big crits and whatnot. I, I don't think he I think he's off Def Jam now, but too many artists that like to sample and it's like, "Oh, well, I we you know the sample clearances, they can't clear the sample, so it's like, well, damn, let me put this mixtape out cuz we which is cool here and there, but damn, a whole project, you know what I'm saying? Cuz now it's like they got that project and oh, I'm good. I got his mixtape and free or whatever. Yeah, they just—it's almost like you're devaluing the music. Yeah. So you know, so I, I've been using that's crazy. I've been using that word since probably 2006. And I agree with it now. It's like more being an artist more than you seeing these statements and it's like, yo, man, we don't get nothing off streaming. And then and then that that goes into my next point. In order, it, it states that on the website too, and it's art in the music blog. In order for streaming to be lucrative, you need to have tens, even hundreds of millions of streams. Hundreds of millions of streams. Right. So, like, if you just artist, you just posting on social media, or wherever. Even if you got a PR working for you, whatever. You an indie artist, and you, hey, everybody go stream my music here. Hey, look, it ain't no type of income like that that you're generating if it ain't hundreds of millions of streams. I and can then, tell you right now how an artist can get a hundred percent of whatever money streaming, downloading, or physical. What's that? Do everything yourself. Yeah. If you uh, made your own music, put it on your website. Don't put it on. Don't don't get it distributed digitally. Um, you put it on your own website because there are um, there are APIs and little things you can have to where you can build your own website, where you can put your own music on your website, have your own server somewhere, um, stream your own music, have your own music files for download. And uh, you go and get your own stuff pressed on vinyl. You go and get your own stuff pressed on CD. I would like to have an episode discussing that as far as, like, the APIs yeah. that you're speaking of. Because that's what I wanted to know, too. Because that was my thing. I'm like, I'm, I get it. It's, it's okay to have it on these streaming platforms because that's what the majority is getting right. their music. That's fine. But that, and, and I'm going to touch on that, too. I, I don't want to get beside my point in regards to it. But uh, and I got to remember to get back to that. I got it in here. Um... It, it, they brought up Adele's album. Her last, what was that, last year? She dropped the uh, 25 joint. Mm -hmm. And it was like, since it dropped last year on the streaming platforms, because remember, she originally put it out to where you couldn't stream it. You had to buy it. Right, for like a and week they, or a and month. And they or cracked something. numbers with it. So when they put it on the streaming services, since then, she's got over like 1.5 billion streams, I think, since it's been released on the streaming platforms. So, like, that's crazy. That's incredible. I still go to show you she still got fans that support her, but she got way more. It basically had took almost, because the, the amount of streams that she got right now, or what she sold, it was like it would have took, like, 10 years just to kind of equal that in streaming or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you're not seeing nothing off of it. And then remember the whole story? I don't know if it was, like, proven fact in regards to this, but... When uh, they was talking about the, the Pharrell joint, the Happy single or whatever, and it had this many millions of streams, but it was on like $5,000 or somewhere around yeah. that amount that he saw. I'm like, damn, is that true? Like, Yeah, it's true. He was, it was like 3 million or a little over 3 million streams or something like that. He only got $5,000. I believe it. Man, that sucks. I'm, I'm sure of it because I looked at numbers when when our music streamed, you know, when I get stuff back from ASCAP. 
all yeah. of those numbers show up. It shows how many times yeah. it was played. It tell and, you, it's like and what you got off of it. it. It can show you like let's say five streams. You damn sure ain't seeing five dollars. Nowhere near it. It was like 0.000223s. Now, flip that. Equate that to if it's a download, right? You're more so, like I said, if you're getting 100% off of it, depending on who you distribute it through, or whether you're paying or not to have, like I say, if it's CD Baby or something, yeah, you're getting 100% or or 90 to 100% or something like that with TuneCore. I forget. I I don't deal with TuneCore any longer. But with that, let's say if it's five downloads, right? That's either five dollars or close to it, right? Now with streams, yeah, five streams is like no, you ain't even you ain't nowhere near a you dollar. Ain't even making, you're not even making two cents. They cheating. These <laughs> is cheating. That is crazy. So it's not cheating when you can't get caught. And it's like, how do people not see this? That's the same. It's a whole thing because as far as... it goes back to it being It's the regulated. new Napster. Yeah. It's the new Napster. When Napster first hit, and remember in the... Uh, they were able when, to legalize, just like radio found ways to legalize payola. Yeah, they yeah. They found ways to like, legalize Napster. In the Defiant uh, Ones documentary, and it was talking about that when everybody was selling crazy, and then they starts, and it was telling, like, Dr. Dre was like, well, let me see, and it was pulling it up on Napster, just showing, like, hey, they can get your stuff right here for free. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that. It's just, somehow, this is legal. Right. This is literally legal. Like, you can, I remember when Play to Win, when it first got placed in uh, ESPN or whatever, and I saw the streams for it, I'm like, yeah, a lot more people streamed it, but it wasn't nothing crap. I got more money off of the, the, uh, the the licensing fee that they paid me in in, in the uh, the publishing check as opposed to as the opposed stream. to the stream is like yeah it got a lot of streams but it was like I still got paid more off the the advance check. I'm like this is crazy and this is cheating cheating and I'm not even getting no it's and it's not even hands in there as far as from a I'm indie I'm straight out yeah. flat out independent so it's not no it's not a label that's you know you got the label then you got the whatever however this so works in the major record industry so guess where all that money going to Going straight to them streaming companies. Yeah. Straight to Apple Music. Going straight to Spotify. Straight to Google Play. Straight to Amazon Music. That's where it's Because we talked about that. When you was like, if it's a subscription, if you if the person is subscribing and it's a paid subscription, then that in itself, it goes to like the music company or whatever, like the labels or something like that, and then it's distributed to the artist. But if it's like not a paid subscription... The not those fees, that's what's going to like the, the ads and, and whatever or something like that. I forget what you said or how it was broken down, but basically like when you when you subs- when you pay to subscribe to a streaming service, that money goes to the streaming company. The streaming company then uh, you know, hold all of that and then they look at whatever you whatever you are streaming, they'll pay out their little zero point zero zero two percent. For every song, that ain't you, shit, man. yeah. Crazy. For every song you stream, um, as far as the advertisement, when you don't pay for a subscription, every time you start playing streaming songs, you're gonna get a little commercial with it. Mm-hmm. Those co- those people who are who commercials are being run, those companies pay the streaming company yeah. for those ads being run. Then the streaming company keeps their money, and then they whatever songs are streamed around those. They pay out the little zero zero point zero zero two percent. So whenever you're on Spotify and you on a nine page subscription, whenever that come up and they say want to break from the ads and they say watch this video, watch that video because now you're gonna keep getting them commercials. Trust me, I know I do this all the time. You're gonna keep getting them commercials like between every two songs or so. Yeah. So just watch the video so you can get thirty minutes of uh, uninterrupted music. 
That's yeah. what I do. Which is still whack, because the still artists like, that you're listening work. to ain't making no money. Yeah, and it's like, I feel bad. I'm like, damn, but it's, it's, it's just buy music, man. Like, yeah. but, then, but then it's like, now it's like, okay, you, you buy it. Just get you a folder or something, <laughs> a Dropbox folder, and it, you know it'll be dope, too. This, this is song. what everybody, in my opinion, what everybody should do. Everybody should buy music, uh, whether they download it or buy a CD. Yeah. Save it in their computer at home. Upload it to Google Music, and then you can play it without worrying about commercials or anything. Nobody, you know, is, is bothering you, uh, you know, with commercials every every. And even though that sounds is simple, to us it's simple. That's three simple steps. Yeah. A lot of people ain't gonna do that because it's I know they're not because so it's not, convenient. It's right it's here. It's not as convenient. You can as, go to your phone, yeah. swipe SoundCloud, Spotify, yeah. whatever, and just listen to this. It's like. It's so convenient. But if it's now. really on your heart to do it, then that's what I would do if I were you. It's like but, you, you almost now, and, and like we was talking about this earlier, like you say, just put the music on their websites or whatever, because that's the solution. That's to close this topic. My solution to that, as it said, it was saying is like basically withhold your album from the streaming platforms yep. initially, not period, not flat out, because obviously we know that's where everybody going. But make a single or two available on like the streaming platforms, but have the album available on the platforms for music purchase only. Right. Don't right away. And this is I'm talking to all artists because we 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 jump right out the gate soon. Some music is available. It's like it's everywhere. It's on all these streaming. I'm guilty of it. What I'm saying is because I see so many independent artists do it. It's like we getting jerked. I don't care. Like if okay, they saying well, it's another way to get money now because you know do shows, perform, do merch. All right. How many people coming to them shows? How much merch are you selling? You know what I'm saying? Are you getting your music? Or how many placements are you getting? Like, it's yes, other avenues, but don't just knock away the fact that music ain't selling. And it's really, it's, it's more than likely a way that you could sell this music. It's just you got to provide some sort of initiative for them to really, or, or, or incentive, apply that initiative, excuse me, and create some sort of incentive for people to buy the music, which circles back, like I say, have a single or two available on the streaming platforms. That's fine. Right. Because it's almost like it's free. To tell you, yeah, you're getting peanuts, but it's, it's better than a free download because that's another thing. Nobody really download music like that. Nobody's really going to these, you know, yeah. nobody's really in a rush to just be like, oh, I'm going to download this person's music for free like it was at one point in the early part of the 2000s. Um, now, with that, if I was, if I was the average listener... I would make, I would, okay, I'll say this to y'all. If y'all pay attention, they're basically making sure you don't own shit. You don't own music anymore. Nothing is yours. You can't just walk away from it. If you decide to not stream music from a certain place, you won't have that music anymore. So if I was, if I was the average consumer, I would buy what I want. And keep it well, like you, I said on a hard drive. Yeah, keep I was gonna say, you know, with a lot of, with a lot of the platforms, you are able to download. Like if you if you got the paid subscription, you can download the music offline. I I think it's they say I hear a lot of crazy stories with Apple Music to where they're like, oh, you I, know what those I, are? Those are temporary downloads. That's what I was gonna say. So once like, you go Apple back music, and listen to it, you it won't be there anymore. And I, that's what I was saying, like with Apple, because. A lot of people say that, like, yo, I downloaded this, and it's not in my iTunes folder no more. I pay for Apple Music. I pay this nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. I downloaded this album, and it ain't in my folder no more. I haven't heard this with Spotify. I haven't heard it with Tidal, so I don't know how true that is. 
But if you do that, then put it in another folder somewhere. Get it and, and like I say, they got Dropbox, Google Drive. You know, pay for it now. Put it in a folder. Keep that music if you can. So, because what I'm saying is, those are temporary files when you download it. Yeah. So that you can listen to it offline and then yeah. it disappears out of your stuff, whether you and that's crazy subscribing or not. It still disappears after you listen to it. So I don't, you know. That might not, you know, might not be there. So, and I'm only speculating because I don't, I'm not paying for it right now. Yeah. But I don't think you can. Because, and the reason I say that is because when I was, because I, I have subscribed to Google Music. I have subscribed to uh, Sp- uh, Spotify. I have subscribed to Tidal. Mm-hmm. I was never able to download anything and keep it. Off any off any of those platforms. Till it goes back to what you were saying. Yeah, it's, it's like a temporary file. They basically for when you offline making it to where you can't own music anymore. Yeah, so that sucks. That's so the only crazy. way you can really own it is if you download it and save it onto a hard drive yep. or your computer, or if you go and find a get the buy the CD, or if you go and buy vinyl if you if you on that side. And shout out to the people that still actually, you know, buy the physical music. Like, I see a lot. We know a lot of people that buy the vinyl. They still buy the CDs. Yeah, so. shout out to Kirby. She still yeah. buy everything on vinyl. Yeah, I was just about to say her, P-Dog, a lot of them cats, they still, Kirby buy, Kirby buy whatever on vinyl, so. Or should we be saying Kelvis Freshly, as she says? Nah, whatever. Kirby. <laughs> Kelvis Freshly, K-Fresh, all them yeah. names. Shout out to her. Um, what else? But yeah, that closed that. Long story short, even though it's been a long story, just... Right, long story long. Put a couple singles out there on the platforms. People are going to see what album it's on or whatever project that you're putting out. Even if you're putting out a mixtape or whatever and you decide to sell it, same thing. Or if you're putting out that mixtape for free or, or whatever, as long as you got something Stop out doing there, shit for free. That, yeah. That. But I'm saying if you're going to, if you're trying, and I guess I'm saying it the other way around, if you're going to have something out there, you might as well put it on the platform and says, hey, here, here, download this, and if you download this, you can, if you download my album for free, you can get, nah, just fuck all that, just put the music out there on the platforms, whatever, but a couple singles, and then when the album come out, now your album is here where you can, where they can buy it, temporarily, so you know the singles is out there, but the album is out where they can buy it wherever, uh, iTunes or whatever, Amazon, uh, Bandcamp, or even just, yeah, even though the interface with Bandcamp is so, eh, but on Bandcamp where they can buy, or like you said, have it to where it's uploaded to your website directly where they get it from you. Right. Or hell, hey, this might even be crazy. Have it on, um, just like you say, on uh, we transfer or something temporarily or Dropbox and you use a cash app. <laughs> you you pay me, exactly. I'll send you the link to download it. Use your Dropbox, use your Google Drive. Everybody got Google Drive. Yep. Use all of that. Keep your music there. Use the Cash App. Use the PayPal app and sell your music. You pay me. It's we got the singles out streaming. Pay me, and what I'll do is I'll add your email address to this Dropbox folder to where you can download the music. Right. Once you download it, I'll remove you. Like, <laughs> but I don't fix something. Figure something yeah. out. People can still buy music, man. Period. Flat out. You just gotta create ways to do it. Jay Z yeah. out here putting music on your phones. Yeah. In order just to sell music and count it as sales now. And exactly. charting and killing the charts right now. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, which is crazy, because uh, I don't know what it is when artists create like other brands outside of the music, right? And we always see the same thing, pretty much. We see clothing lines, 
and liquor companies or they are part of this liquor brand or whatever what could some other brands be that artists can invest in as opposed to clothing lines and liquor companies there's tons of brands tons of there's tons of things to get into i mean hell the the one of the richest hip hop artists uh ever just sold his headphone company yeah. a headphone company yep. that was smart so as you know some headphones that he started w- w- in partnership with monster yeah i don't even know if people realized that back then but that was the first thing i saw beats by dr dre yeah. with a little monster logo on the bottom of it so you know, it, it's there's no telling. You know, it 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 can go into anything else that you like. I used to think because Lil Wayne had the most omnis shit and some reference to toilet paper lines. And I was like, hmm. Th- the thought of it was corny when I thought of it. I was like, but still, what if, uh, what if he created his own or not necessarily created? I'm not saying Lil Wayne tissue, but what if he really invested? Heavily into some type, and it's all corny, but just is just an idea, it's just an corny. example. What if he invested into the the brand of tissue that he buys the most, or yeah. somebody bought like, and like then they that. come out with a line of Lil Wayne tissues, ain't nothing corny. Like about or that. just he endorses it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he endorsed like the whole phone. He was doing the Samsung thing, or whatever. But right, something that he heavily endorses. I like. We need to see more of that. Like right, we see some of the same stuff all the time with rappers that invest, and like, it's changing. You know, uh, you know, with you, of course we see. We got Rick Ross, like the wing stop. You know, buy. You know, right. invest in that. Um, but that's him buying. That's yeah. his company buying another company or a franchise of a company. But even you know, when it comes to the artist branding side, you know, you got uh, what's his name with the red hair, um, with the red dreadlocks. Oh, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty yeah. on the on the Target commercials doing to, you know endorsement. I think he got an endorsement with Nautica too. Yeah, but and even I he, just saw um, what's his name from the West Coast that said uh, uh, the nineties wasn't shit. What's his name? Who said that? He said the nineties wasn't as, as dope as everybody said it was. What's his name? I can't think of his name. That was um, Vince Staples. Yeah, I just saw him on a Sprite commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What More you're endorsements. Yeah. So. You know, but even it, inside of endorsements too, like just creating these brands too, yeah. it's it's but it's, that's helping you. That's helping that rapper's brand. It could be done. It just we need to see more of it. Like right. yeah, oh the shoes is all the clothing yeah. line, shoe line, liquor line. I mean, it's like, and it's something that happened back in the day. I still remember the uh, MC Shan versus KRS One Sprite commercial. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It happened back in the day, and it could you know it could still continue to happen. Well, I guess it is continuing to happen. Now, we need to see more. We need to see more. I keep saying T-shirt. I mean, not this T-shirt line, but clothing lines, shoe lines, liquor companies. Right, it's other way, way more other things that could be invested in. Even when rappers was having their own video games, that was dope. Remember when Wu Tang? Yeah, man, that was dope as hell. They had the comic books. uh, What was it? The Def. Shit, I never had a video game either. Def Jam something. I forget what it was called. But it was it was like a Street Fighter. Yep, that shit was fly. Um. Yeah, like I said, the Wu Tang had the comic books and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was dope as hell. More, we need more of that. Period. We got some people doing it, but like I said, it's like it got to branch outside of just the basic. So each artist, three or so. Each artist basically needs to think on, um, on, on branding themselves in other ways instead of just following what everybody else did. 
if that was the case, if everybody followed, keeps following or had kept following each other all these years, the mixtape market wouldn't have started or it wouldn't have, wouldn't have went the direction it went if 50 Cent had to follow people before him. Right. You know what I mean? And then even and though his, we his we're whole thing about, was like he said, I I felt you know I, I he sided with the bootleggers. I was giving my shit to the bootleggers for them to sell it or whatever. And then he got hot in the streets off of that, right? Which and then you know even though we were just talking about fashion, if Kanye West hadn't have gone his own way, and poked holes in the shirts, right? We wouldn't have the poke hole shirt. We wouldn't have the Yeezys. We wouldn't have any of that. So you gotta you gotta think and find your own way. I was I was saying that when Fifty did the uh, mixtape game because everybody thought that's that was the way to get on. Yep. And the more they said it, the more I'm like, no, you gotta find your own. It was path. really yeah. But I was about to say by the time it caught wind and because it, it was in it high school working. when that popped. By the time that caught wind, it it worked for a little bit. For actually, yeah. it worked for a minute. It worked too well, so now everybody wants everything free. Yeah, I was about to say it started working so good to the point where it was like, because I remember how, this is how well it worked when Lil Wayne started putting out mixtape after yeah. mixtape, and then he put out his album. Yeah, people bought that album, but more people had the mixtape. Yeah, the, and uh, when I would go to DJ a party, everybody be asking me for records off the mixtape. This is like Carter not, three, Carter two and three. Yeah. And everybody would ask me for songs off the mixtapes and never ask me for songs off the album. Because that's what it was, too. A lot of people, and this ain't even to discredit Lil Wayne, but a lot of people probably saw that success of Carter Three because he was still hot with the mixtapes then. And like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, his mixtape did platinum, so maybe I can do this, and then I'm on. Like like you said, just it was working too well. Everybody felt like they can do it. It really got oversaturated. It's like it's crazy. Like, the mixtape market, a lot of people saying it ain't dead. Prove me wrong, because I, I don't know. But um, yeah, this is man. overdone. And but now you know. Do you feel like, and that kind of ties into what I was gonna ask next? Do you feel like we doing good? I got some, I got some topics. Um, do you feel like releasing consistent projects within a year? You know, we call them projects. So we don't want to. You can't label shit nowadays. Uh, releasing consistent projects. Do you feel like that equates to longevity? And I'm talking about like for somebody that does it. Within a year, like, oh, I just dropped one project. Oh, I got another one. Oh, he go another one. Like, is that? No. And that ain't a diss to nobody that's doing it because if it's, if the project is dope, then it's dope. Obviously, you're going to get credit where credit is due, but doing that's it what consistently. I was about to say. No, it doesn't, it doesn't equate longevity. It doesn't equate success because if you're putting out a bunch of whack stuff, then no, nobody's going to want to hear you. And then if you're putting out a bunch of records that bang for a hot minute, no, nobody's going to want to hear you. There's no longevity and none of that. I think and a it, lot of people put out uh, what I call microwave music. Yeah. It'll last for a month, and after that, nobody wants to hear it. I think You got to uh, put out music that people are going to want to hear for, like, if you're playing it a year and a half from now, and everybody's still jumping up for it. That's the kind of music you want. Right. I think it even pans out to the point where, it's getting to the point where music is so consistent that when certain artists drop, it's like, oh, yeah, he yeah he dropped again. Yeah, that's dope. That's what's up. As opposed to, I was waiting on this or I anticipate this. Like, it could be it could be very dope, but it's like less people are anticipating it because they already expect you to drop. I got to watch that about myself sometimes because I'd be like, dang, I ain't dropped in like, Six months or dropped in four months or something like that. I need to, and it's like no, because then at some point 
I feel like people are just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They you my boy told me this before too, like, yeah, tag, they just I think you dope, but I think people just expect you to drop. They used to it, so it's no surprise. It's good, but it's right. like, yeah, yeah, we knew he was gonna drop. It's good though. But I, I figured he was gonna drop anyway. I even with that, um I think people are now getting caught up in the in the rollout, the quote unquote rollout. Yep. It's Which like is you, annoying. Like ugh. you, you find out. Uh, you, you, you know, it, it's basically an industry thing. It's like you find out things that happen in the industry or how things happen in the industry. So you kind of be you, you trying to be in the know, right? And you, you know, looking at rollouts. Don't nobody should nobody be looking at rollouts. I should nobody be. I think something happened recently, like with Drake, and he he retired like a bunch of stripper jerseys. Oh, like Drake must got an album coming out, or something must be about to happen big with Drake right now, cause he, all this stuff that's going, it's like yeah, he got yeah. some new music coming. Is this all this stuff that go on basically be rollout? It's like yeah. and people really be into it, like but they they be into that, but less into the music. Yeah, I'm like, what this, yeah. how did this happen? Like what the? And that's the that's the disconnect, and that's where that's where everybody's basically jacking up, messing things up. We 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 I said it before. We live in an age where we have too much information out there. Yeah, I everybody agree. knows every bit of every operation, and that's how you know. And it, along with music being made too easily, too too often. Yep. You know, released too quickly and too consistent. It can be too consistent. It's too consistent. Yeah, man. I was gonna ask this because we we gonna get ready to wrap it up in a minute. I got a couple things that I want to close out with. Um, we were talking about like streaming platforms and everything. Now, the great thing I like about the platforms is the playlist. Very easy to make a playlist. It's always more difficult to make playlists when you have to buy music and download it because it's like, dang, I do want to make a playlist out of this. You ain't going to be able to buy like everybody music, literally, you know what I'm saying, in one time period, like within a month or so. So it's like, yeah, obviously you're going to go broke probably. I'm <laughs> trying to buy everybody damn music, but... Um, that's a good thing about, like, the platforms, whatever. I was going to ask, like, as far as playlists, like, what's on your playlist currently? Or, like, what albums are you currently listening to as of today? Like, recently. I have, I have, well, I'm still, because I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm one of those people that, be, especially being a DJ, I'm all over the place. And I love music well, too much it. to have. What you got? I love music too much to have one thing that I listen to. I still listen to my whole I'm saying like as a recent though. As a recent. Yeah, what you rocking with as of late? Man, look. I'm pulling the CD out of my player. I still got this in here. This is a That a, was in there when we did exactly. Listen, we did the From Scratch podcast. What was that in June or May? May, maybe. And that same De La Soul CD is in your Yeah. This is all the day like well, almost oh, yeah, yeah, all that's the right. day like you, you said you put a bunch of so I get it then. That's yeah. kind of like so you've been basically and I, you so know, most I, of the most of the day I sold albums are on the CD. I expected this from you too. So I still I still wasn't gonna be nothing else. I still listen to that. I still listen to Pete Rock. I still uh, I have a, a a produced by Premier playlist. And this is all what you listen to as of recent, not yeah okay as of recent. Um, I still listen to uh, I still listen to a lot of classic jazz. Like the most recent album I listened to uh, is this guy named Thad Jones from 1958. Thad Jones. 
Yeah, before that, I I was listening it's to actually him. a cool name. Yeah, well, he make, he make dope jazz. I, you know, before him, I was listening to Ahmad Jamal heavy. I still listen to ninety point nine whenever I get in the car. So, you know, I'm all over the place, and then I just turn to see whatever's playing on uh, WJLB or you know Hot one oh seven five, and then I still go back to one oh five one to bounce. I still I'm all over the place. That's I could say that's me. Like I can't really just listen to one set type of music in one day. Right, and I I will probably I burn never out on have... rap real quick. But me, I've been like really, I've been actually having some sort of fun building playlists off of just like one artist or one collective of artists. Like I did one recently. I did like a G Unit playlist because they at one point they had the game on lock. Period. Um, and I was just taking songs from different artists that was a part of G Unit and putting it together. I'm like, man, I messed around and had like over twenty something songs. Couldn't grab everything. Obviously, I was on Spotify doing this, so some of the mixtapes that I wish would have been on there is like, dang, they ain't here. Um, I did one. I did a Stevie Wonder list. I think that was dope. I still gotta add songs to it. Actually, this is all on my Spotify, by the way, y'all. If you go to Name Tag Alexander. Follow the uh, spot my Spotify page. I'm usually adding like a playlist on my page, so you can check it out. Follow the list. Follow me on Spotify if you got Spotify. If you don't, then follow me on app wherever all them platforms that y'all. All my playlists, with. right? All my playlists are on Google Music. So nobody go to that. Um, See? <laughs> so, so um, but no, I recently did one with Kanye, and I was like, probably one of the better lists that I've enjoyed. As of recent, because I was like, man, you really realize like how many joints this dude got. It took me back. It took me back to like not my childhood, but like my teenage days, because I was like, yo, it was around from like when College Dropout first came out, and all the way up until now. And I'm just piecing everything together. I'm like, man, he has some joints. It took me back from when I was like 16, 17 up until as of recent. I just started remembering everything. Like, y'all, this remind me of when I was, you know, I'm like, saying, obviously, music does that, but. That's what I've been on right now. Just basically like playlists from different artists. Certainly, oh, I did an LL Cool J one, so I was kind of bumping that as a recent. Uh, like I said, Kanye, G Unit, LL Cool J, and uh, my R&B playlist got a lot of the current R&B. Found some old, uh, the old Melanie Fiona. What happened to Melanie Fiona, by the way, too? Um, Never listened. Yeah, Melanie Fiona, she was fire, and uh, her H dot E dot R. Some of SZA, um, a lot of the new R&B, that's all just got some good vibes to it or whatever. That's what I've been on lately. I want to try to close out the podcast going forward, since it is LABL, Leading Be Legendary. I try to, like, have a quote now that is equating to leadership or just something inspirational or whatever. But this one is a leadership quote by uh, a quote-unquote say it was by John Quincy Adams. It says, if your actions inspire others to dream more, Learn more, do more, and become more. You are a leader. That's it. Word. Episode 21. We'll be back. LABL Music, Twitter, Instagram, Leading Be Legendary. Man, go to the website, leadingbelegendary.net. We out. Yeah, raise up off my podcast.